Okay, that was really weird. I'm not sure if we got audio on the intro. But hi, everyone. I'm still to it. I ain't stopping. <laughs> Welcome to this week's episode. God damn it, everything was perfect, too. And now Danny's window's broken. The very first shot of the fucking show. Everything was working out the goddamn... Haven't touched a goddamn so, thing. So, hi everyone. Welcome to this week's disaster thing. live. I'm your it's host, Pat Everett. So With me as always is my co-host Dan Kilkenny. Uh, yeah, who is this? Nick McFly and and uh, Mike All right, give it up for everyone. Yeah. All right, shut up. All right. So this week, this week, let's fix this frame. Hold on. I'm sorry, Danny. No, am I this week small? we're exploring the technical. This week <laughs> we're exploring yeah. the technical side. We're taking this a little more avant-garde episode. <laughs> yeah, it's more existential. Like I'm, it's Vance just like I don't understand. I don't understand why it doesn't just stay the size it needs to stay. You know. I I, I literally can't give you an answer. I haven't touched a damn thing since I opened up Skype. I've uh-huh. I've been. The same size. You, you just went back, and you just went back. I just fixed you in this just fucking. Leave him up for the next hour. All right. Up. It's like now. Now it's like a Talladega Nights. I don't know what to do with my hands. Now, 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 put a put a put a finger in your mouth. Just one though. Which one? Oh, 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 uh, oh, 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 oh. All slow, like. I'm teasing you. I'm teasing you. you okay. Teasing. We're, gonna, we're, gonna, we're about to get demonetized. Bro. <laughs> No, we're about to make more money than we've ever made before. I was going to say, it sounds like we got a winner right here. <laughs> that is definitely going up on a highlight. So, Danny's OnlyFans account. <laughs> Only Dan's. Only Dan's. Only Dan's. All right. We got some fucking news for the week, boys. Are we ready to talk about it? I guess. I'm ready. I want to know about Only Dan's more. Uh, <laughs> all right, well, yeah, Danny, you plug Only Dan's. Go ahead, go ahead. Only Dan's. Uh, for, for all you Dan fans out there, you know, when you're thinking, wow, I'm such a fan of Dan, and I only want to see Dan, Only Dan's is here for you, <laughs> where it's just pictures of me doing what I normally do, except now you got to pay for it. Only Dan's. <laughs> I thought you were definitely going to go the route of, like, it's just pictures of me, except naked. Like, <laughs> I mean, you gotta pay for those. Those are those are about thirty a pop. Some God. of them will be feet pics, and guess what? I don't oh. always cut my toenails. <laughs> all right. All right. So okay. All right. Well, with that being <laughs> with that being said, first up, um, Elon Musk is making Jurassic Park. Is that what I read? Is that what this? Is that what the story is? Yeah. Almost. I mean, he he, says he has the capability. So he's threatening the world right now. (laughs) Well, it's his co founder of of the Neuralink. Yeah. That guy tweeted. Yeah. That guy tweeted that. So, like, Neuralink's a company that specializes in brain to machine, like, interfacing. And so the co owner of the company decided to just let the cat out of the bag that they have the capability. It said like with 15 years more research, you know, so there's that to consider, but they basically said with uh, 15 years more research, they can basically create a uh, dinosaur, whatever. Yeah. What, what was the word? Elon Musk is just, what was Elon the Musk word trying to be God. he used so to yeah, describe is, it though? This is, Matt, this is Max Hodak. Uh, who's the, as we mentioned, the co-founder, but like completely unprompted out of nowhere, you know, this dude is like rips the bong allegedly, <laughs> maybe. And it's like, 
Bro, he works at Elon Musk. He definitely ripped the blind. Uh, we could we could build Jurassic Park. Like, I mean, not dinosaurs, but like other cool shit. That's literally what this tweet like, like <laughs> yeah. just said. It'd be just mean. Oh drops. my god. <laughs> yeah, he said he said he's like he's like if we take 15 years, he's like we can work with like breeding engineering and get quote super exotic novel species. That's what I was looking for. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So like. All that's good, but they're testing all of this like brain interface stuff on monkeys, right? And the person who surveys the actual um, facility had this to say, and I quote, nicest monkey facility I've seen. (laughs) (laughs) At least the one thing that stood out to me was that like, holy shit, like there's somebody who's, that's their skill set. Like they they go and observe and see how... I guess up to code that the place where you test the products on the animals is. He's like the the health inspector of monkey facility. Well, yeah, like that. I'll give them an S for satisfactory. I give them five bananas. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, like it was. I mean, you know, this brings in the question of like a lot of ethics and what can we test on animals and whatnot. And I believe. You mean like the entire (laughs) point of the Jurassic Park movies? Right. Yes. You know. But I believe the dude said, he's like, I mean, you can't see where the implants are in the monkey. And it's like, the monkey's happy anyway. He That's right. It's a very smoothies. happy <laughs> monkey was what he said. It's just like, happy yeah, but does the, but here's two things I thought of. One, does the monkey know that the monkey's happy? And two, is it, or is the monkey trapped in his own mind? And he's screaming, let me out. Like, get me out of this fucking thing. They're gonna they're gonna be waiting around like one day and they're just gonna like hear someone else talking and they're gonna look over at the monkey and he's like I've discovered how to talk telepathically. <laughs> There's gonna be shit floating. My name is Mojo here. Jojo. <laughs> <laughs> so we've invented this, Mojo. This is the origin story for Powerpuff Girls. Yeah, <laughs> which is getting a TV reboot. Yeah, well, they're doing That's a true. movie, right? Live action movie? No, it's a live action TV reboot. Oh, I well, thought it was a movie. That's it's not cool. a reboot. It's um, it's them when they've grown up. It's like all grown up for Rugrats, except oh, for yeah. Powerpuff Girls. Oh, so who's, not, wait, who's playing prof- the Professor Utonian? Oh, I don't know. From, it's got to uh, be John Scrubs. Hamm. It's got to be John. Oh Hamm. my God, John no, Hamm is Professor Utonium. Yeah. That would be great. John Hamm actually is great. I'm pretty sure it's uh, Turk from Scrubs. Ooh. Oh, yeah, Faison. I think so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Second Donald yeah, yeah. Faison reference this week. <laughs> Put it. That's one. one on the board. Put it on for Donald Faison. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, wrapping up this story, though. Um, I, nice I monkey facilities. Cool. We have five movies that tell everyone why this is a bad idea. Don't fucking do I this. I think they just take prehistoric animals, like animals that are just been around for so like an alligator and a shark and we just blend them together and then we just just make and we really throw it cool into the animals. ecosystem and we just see what yeah. happens yep just yeah. throw it in let's see what happens or like birds and sharks and then that way we could have sharknado except the sharks are actually able to control like what direction they're able to go in i think we just do that and just see what happens i'd be with it I would be down. uh, Hey, so what's next? I know we moved that first, but what are we doing after that? What's next is what's now. Uh, You're on (laughs) 92.3. Mike, we're going to get sued. (laughs) Uh, The Lenovo gaming phone. Oh, is that second? Okay. Yeah, let's talk about it. This is great. Wait, okay, whatever. I didn't see it change on my copy, but whatever. Okay, so uh, Lenovo gaming phone, gents. Who, Who had any interest in this before it was brought to our attention? 
<laughs> not, not I. Uh, who, yeah. Okay, so who knew it existed before it was brought to our attention? Not, not I. Who knew gaming I, phones existed, period? The end oh. gadget was a thing. So it's a pat. pat <laughs> <news>. <laughs> so I, mean, the the I, look at, I look at games on your phone. I basically just look at them as like things that you pass the time in, like while you're at the DMV or something like that. I just don't I understand never think the game on my phone, let alone have a phone for gaming. Like I know PUBG Mobile's huge. I know Fortnite yeah. is huge on mobile. I mean, like, um. Candy Crush is huge. I don't think you need a thousand dollar gaming phone to run those games, though. I mean, like my my like shit iPad could run Call of Duty Mobile and like actually plays pretty well. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I don't think you need a thousand dollar gaming phone. But the interesting part here, though, is the actual mechanics that are built into the phone. First of all, this fan has two uh, internal fans. That's it's legit. like what is that? You know what I mean? That's why do you need two internal fans to cool a phone? You know, like also, because your because your it, hot sweaty hands are all over. <laughs> because it also has two batteries. I didn't know it. I didn't see that it had two batteries. Yeah, yeah two batteries and two dual ports, so you could charge both right, batteries at right. the same time. You could, well, yeah, you I thought could that charge them both at the I same. I thought the exactly. charging, the you charging. Your phone I thought charging, the charging for two points was because like this phone is really pushing the whole like horizontal or landscape i'm sorry landscape like holding whatever i didn't even know people prefer their phones in landscape and uh so you can charge while still playing which is important because the switch and fucked that up you can watch quibi <laughs> you, can watch, you can watch quick bites on your phone it um, comes with a free subscription to quibi so the rgb lighting uh awesome yet again i had literally did not know that there was people asking for that on phones um and has two USB C ports. Now that's nice, but what's the functionality? You know what I mean? It's literally so you can charge two batteries at one time. But like, is that I'm, the I'm same? Like, so they are charging through USB C. Yeah. Okay. Is there, is there a headphone port? Did we talk about that? I don't know. If I didn't a, see there was, there was like one. My so my phone uses USB C and it charges through the same fucking port that it, the headphones go into so i mean that would be an upgrade you know the whole the whole thing about this phone is like i mean it's obviously it uh, the, the coolest feature i think of it is when you flip it you know horizontally like this there's a little camera in the center here that that yeah. pops up and goes down and it's like a face camera for streamers oh yeah for streamers uh, so they want to so, they, they like, want to the get in the streaming market with like, it like you know this is a phone that you could pretty much like stream i guess whatever mobile games you want to stream on it for but through what Bubble Witch platform? Saga? Bubble, Bubble Witch, Witch Saga. Saga. <laughs> but like, through which platform? Like, can you stream? I don't think I could stream like through Twitch on my phone. Can yeah, I? you can. As a I matter of fact, right as a matter of fact, Burke, at my graduation party, someone fucking streamed when the food came out onto Twitch. <laughs> I'll tell you guys who it was later, because I'm no longer friends with them. But it happened. It happened. I <laughs> Wait, saw they it. They don't get a plug on this. Yeah, yeah, you don't know about that. You can hook your I phone right up to I Twitch and stream straight from your phone to Twitch. But no, that, 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 that's fine. But who? Well, why did they do it at the pizzeria? Yeah. Why did they do it? 
It was literally just cake was being brought. I don't know. Well, I mean, I had like a whole bunch of like Italian. I had like the the whole like Italian buffet thing going on, and then there was pizza and like then there was cake and shit. shit Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it was. I remember him just holding it sideways and being landscape whatever, and just being like, like here we fucking go, folks. Like, (laughs) great. Here's, I guess I'll, I'll clarify my question. I know you can, yes, you can stream on Twitch on your phone, but can you screen share stream on Twitch on your phone? Like, can I broadcast what I'm seeing on my phone to Twitch? Like the whole yeah, point, that's, is, you know, I think, I think that's what they're working on. Cause it said that it had support for like mobile OBS and overlays. Oh, all right. My favorite thing about this is. The, the dude who snapped it in half. <laughs> okay, see that was that was on my notes. The specs for this is 120, uh, 12 gigs of RAM, 256 gigs of storage, 144 hertz screen, uh, which is 6.92 inches, 2460 by 1080 OLED, and uh, it breaks easily. So the guy from Verge <laughs> was reviewing it, right? And he got it in his hand, and he was like trying yeah, to the, test the, the dust of dur- durability. The YouTube Jerry rig everything. Yeah. Who, like, part of his YouTube channel is he tests like the strength and resilience of everything. And one of the things he tests with phones is like how much flex it has. Like, what will mm-hmm. it take if you're, you know, put this in your back pocket and you accidentally sit on it? And apparently, it did not take much to break this nine hundred and fifty dollar phone. Yeah, I mean, he he barely had to put in any effort. Like it's almost like it looked like a toddler would be able to break it in half. It's embarrassing. If they got their hands it's on it's it. honestly it's embarrassing for a company like Lenovo to put out a phone that's a thousand dollars and it snaps in the fucking review. You know, oh, like yeah. that's really and, fucking sad. And what what was crazy though that I really hated about the video was that so I guess what he does a lot is he'll take a lighter to a lot of the screens just to show like you know what. I, what if your phone's in a fire? I don't really know why <laughs> he's doing it. Phones, but he, but yeah. he, just light, he just takes a lighter, and then immediately afterwards, he's then trying to input uh, the fingerprint scan. But and he's complaining that it's not reading his fingerprint. But it was literally right where he burned it. Like it was right where he just took a torch to the phone, and now he's complaining that the fingerprint isn't working. It was like, dude, you literally just torched the spot. All where right. It's well, I don't want to trash his review. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, like... now, no, no, no. Now I'm heated. Now I'm heated. Okay. Much like the phone. Now you're heated. Yeah. Well, either way so though, it's a piece of shit, with... and nobody here is gonna buy it. So you know. Um. So but just check... you guys know, Mike, are you in on this right now? Are you on the stream? Am I on stream? I'm I'm streaming our our podcast live on Twitch right now for my phone. (laughs) We got one we got one viewer. Oh, nice! They're not getting any audio. (laughs) (laughs) It's possible. It is totally possible. I love how through recommended on Twitch. He was like, (laughs) "Oh, what are these guys doing?" And you just see like you just see it's it's Nick's like the the dad Facebook. Uh huh. Yep. <laughs> He's just always writing those awkward messages <laughs> under his daughter, who like under who posts pictures of bik- her in a bikini and her friends. It's like very beautiful, Rachel. Good to see you. <laughs> and then always still manages to write like dash and then dash his name dad Bill like, oh, or dad. whatever. It's, or like you know or like it's even worse is that you can tell like they're from a broken home and they're just like see you at Christmas. You know what I mean or something. Like that. <laughs> 
I'm just Christmas. saying. I see it love, out there. That's all I'm saying. I just oh, these are just man. observations I have made. Okay. Love Uncle Richie. Yeah. Or if they post like a photo of them with their friends in Santa hats. Merry Christmas, guys. Looking <laughs> very beautiful. Wow, so pretty. Can't, can't so wait to pretty. see. So grown can't up. Can't wait to see you for New Year's. Like. <laughs> all right. So <laughs> moving, moving on from that topic. Um. Netflix, Netflix, and Sony have struck a deal, boys, to stream Sony exclusive films. Hooray! Of Netflix deals here on this show. Is oh, that yeah. is that mad luxurious? Is it mad luxurious? And that's mad luxurious. I mean, listen, it is mad luxurious. It's nice to know that like Netflix is gonna have more than like serial killer documentaries and stand up comedy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but at the same time. Like, I don't care. You know what I mean? I'd rather you just put the fucking Spider-Man movies in Disney Plus and that was it. That would have made yeah, me happy. I mean, well, I know. No, no, dude. See, for me, this is, I'm hoping this snowballs into a trend. Everybody stop making your own streaming services oh, and yeah. just jump on board the bandwagon. I don't need a million subscriptions. Just give no. me a handful and I'll be happy. Nick, I literally had the same thought. I was like, this is such a great move for Sony, who doesn't have their own streaming platform, and nor should they have their own streaming platform. They're making a deal for the next five years with a worth a billion dollars, yeah. and they still have the right... They're still putting the movies well, in theaters, actually, so they're still... Hold on, let's get that right. Um, was, yeah. Is it four years? No, no, it's no, not, the they're is, not going to make billions. Netflix no, no, no. is it's paying it, hundreds of millions out the ass to have these titles no. on their service. Pat, Pat, no, 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 they're no, going to pay $1 billion yeah. over four years. Over four years to Sony? Yeah, yeah. over, That's over four fucking years, crazy. $1 billion. That's and crazy. So, I mean, they're still able to put the movie or the movies in theaters, yeah. and then they're still going to make the billion dollars over the next couple of years from Netflix, and they're still able to make deals with other streamers for whatever yeah. it is that they want to do. Yeah, this it feels like Netflix a got fucked for Sony. No, I uh, mean ne Netflix literally is just proving that they're they're just throwing their weight around even more. I mean, I feel like no deal Netflix makes is bad for Netflix. It's just good for everybody I, else. But the only Netflix is just um, a behemoth that is just not gonna go anywhere. The one thing that stood out to me though was that they Netflix decided to deal. They got an exclusive first look at anything that Sony is producing or writing. So, like, if they're putting something out, like, they're putting something together, like, say, like, the Spider-Man movies that are coming out or, like, that Jared Leto Morbius shit, you know, whatever yeah. they have coming down the superhero canon, one, one thing's going to happen. Netflix is going to look at that and say, like, hey, maybe, like, you know, we could help co-produce this and, like, it'll come out on Netflix instead. You know what I mean? I see that happening where it'll be streamer-exclusive movies. Um, so I, I, yeah, I mean, I kind of think... I do think Sony got the, the way better deal in this oh, yeah. of the two. Like, because as you... It's pretty much for, like, Spider-Man, like, specifically, and a couple other movies. But, yeah, Sony still holds the rights to the Moribus thing, to Venom... And also, it's U.S. only is yeah. a really in interesting thing. Oh, like, yeah. Yep. Mm. Um, yeah, but VPNs so, can solve that. Yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> from, from a to legal them, perspective. it's U.S. But, only. I mean, the, the average viewer, only. I feel like, doesn't use a, a VPN. That's true. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's like, just people like us. It's only, like, us but animals. Like, like you mentioned, it's like, it seems like... How do you do, fellow well, nerds? Hello, <laughs> 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 I'm sorry to cut you off, Mike, but the way Danny was just like us... 
nerds. <laughs> you know, you know, you know, you know us. How do you do? I mean, I have to go on a tangent, but I like the best, the best insult I've ever seen. Alex Trebek. There's one guest who goes, uh, you know, like, oh, what do you do? You know, like, what's your hobby? And she's like, I'm into nerdcore rap. And he's like, what is, what is nerdcore rap? And she's like, you know, we're just a bunch of nerdy people who are bad at romantic relationships and we like nerdy things. And he just goes, oh, you mean losers. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the way, the way Danny oh, said it made me think of like, you guys ever see the fake like cell phone towers that they dress up like trees for like the yeah, birds yeah, yeah. and everything? Tree. Yeah. Have you yeah. guys ever seen like the memes of like those in the middle of the woods and there's quotes? How do you do fellow trees? <laughs> That's what... <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right. Uh, moving on. Great podcasting. Now, this is actually our second uh, topic of the night where it seems like oh, corporate. Wait, I'm sorry. Did, did Burke have a thought that he wanted to complete there? I feel like. Burke, like yeah. Tell us yeah, about actually, Steve Buscemi. Burke, did yeah. you have something you wanted to say? I was going to just say it. Just like Steve Buscemi. Hello, fellow kids. Or <laughs> what is that meme from, though? I, I only know the meme. I think that's a, oh, oh, okay. Um, but the my ending point, wrapping up anything about Sony and whatnot, is I'm excited for more Spider-Man movies specifically. Oh, yeah. Well, you're getting them as long as they keep making Sony a billion dollars. Tobey Maguire. You know oh, yo. Actually, Maguire. funny we talk about this. Um, There's rumors going around right now that there is a Spider-Man 4 with Sam Raimi and Tobey Maguire attached to come out. Yeah. So, Because, you know, oh, they're I doing... Love Tommy Maguire. Tommy Maguire. <laughs> You didn't just get me all hot and bothered like that. So, so apparently, uh, the this whole Spider Verse shit they're doing for Spider Man three is uh like opening up that realm of possibility. And honestly, I'm like, great, do it, fucking do it. Like, I want to see another one of those bad. It's really the only sequel. Like, I'll do three more. Do it. I don't care. Do an old Spider Man in his forties. We got enough old Batman. Like. (laughs) That's exactly, a good point. Yeah. I would, Agent I would want to see. I do want to see, like you know, suburban Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, we're well, now actually, three Nick, times the pee in the middle of the uh, night. I'll just leave it at this. <laughs> <laughs> He's got kidney stones and shit. I'll just leave it at this, Nick. J.J. Abrams had their own take. Him and his son wrote a comic book, a recent run of Spider-Man. Right. Uh, that I think if you read you'll have the same reaction to that as you do all of J.J. Abrams' properties, and I would really like to listen to that. Wait, what do you <laughs> think my my opinion of J.J. Abrams is? He wants to be Spielberg. Okay, all right, yeah. Yeah, he's got an eye for, for you know, visual storytelling, but he cannot tell a story with dialogue for his life. Yeah. All right, fair enough. Well, good thing that comic book is mostly visual medium, so... Yeah. Either way, though, what you're good at, um, but it talks. It's it's about <laughs> that. It's about Spider Man like having a kid, losing his arm, all types of shit. Oh God! So Spider Man's child. All right. Arm? To wrap up this new segment, um, He's got eight arms though. <laughs> oh. Uh, oh. His pants oh, must fit like a glove. Um, to, <laughs> <laughs> to wrap up this segment, um, we have corporate overlords playing God again. You guys. 
Like, and that's on God, baby girl. Dude, these drops this suck. Two news stories of corporate 50 people. Fifty percent of God. our stories we're talking. <laughs> yeah, fifty percent of our stories about billionaires uh, having so too much money. Apparently, there was a Disney like shareholders call about like the parks specifically, and what they want to do is, you know, they're always trying to. They they have these guys called Imagineers. Pretty much, they're just engineers that make all the shit that makes. Disney billions of dollars. It's just, it's yeah. just a PR. Underpaid, overworked. It's like the sandwich artist at Subway. You know, it's a it's, bunch it's of so bullshit. Legally, it's legally we don't have to pay you an engineer's salary because you're an imagineer. <laughs> yeah. Imagine this, a livable resume. wage. No. You know, so either way, an electrical though. electrical engineer has to put Imagineer on his resume. <laughs> so you have that, like, you have that, like, chiseled 30-year-old, like, industry veteran who's, like, going to get a job after retirement. He's like... I was an Imagineer for 45 years. God damn it, I knew Walt Disney you, himself. You know the type of people who get the Imagineer jobs. It's like their whole life, and they're like, oh, yeah, I vacation at Disney twice a year with my family. Yeah. They're, they love that title. You know they do. They love it. Sure. Really? I got to work while I'm there. How is, it, how is it vacationing and living at Disney? Well, those two weeks out of the year, they they took the manhole covers off for us. <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's what those people are. So either way, before we start shitting on them, um, they're having a, the shareholders meeting. It's over Zoom, you know, so everybody knows what's going on. They're talking about all the stuff they have upcoming, and apparently the guy giving the interview, I didn't look at his name. I just heard the story three times at this point. He lifts up a, a lightsaber hilt and turns it on, and it actually turns on. And all he said was, "This is real," and then just hung up the call. Now, this kind of reminds me of the wands from this, <laughs> this kind of reminds this is real. This kind of this kind of reminds me of the wands from Harry Potter, like the universal. I've been there, you know, Ollivander's wand shop. Ooh, come get your wand and your robe and, you know, your complimentary whatever the fuck. Either way though, those wands you can like point at shit and click and stuff will happen, you know, that stuff. But and like so, I get how it's like trying to simulate like ooh magic. But like, this is weapons grade technology we're talking about here. If this is real, that they were able to create a lightsaber, this will Y'all, literally I, change the world. I mean, you're gonna have to be 21 and older to buy this. This is like this <laughs> is ridiculous. This isn't like getting Not a American, sword dude. at medieval times. Dude, I you know what the worst part about this is that not even George Lucas like got to do this. Like Disney did it, and you know every single time you buy a hilt, there's gonna be that little fucking Mickey ears at the bottom. Oh god! <laughs> oh, there's gonna be a hidden Mickey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like if if you look into it and then press the button, you die. But there's a little hidden Mickey. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the blades are shaped like Mickey heads. You know, just. But yeah, I mean, like, look, cause I would have been jazzed by this if I was like twelve. I'd be like, "Oh shit, we're getting real lightsabers." But now so, I'm just yeah. like, "Look, there's too much horrible shit in the world. Look, now, Please, no real fucking lightsabers." Well, I'm, now I'm that you're a responsible adult, you start realizing, "Oh, this is really dangerous." <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a bunch of neckbeards just getting together. Like, we'll have a lightsaber battle, and one of them's gonna lose a hand. Oh, <laughs> look, one, a one hand. of them's gonna lose a hand. It's gonna gonna hope to lose it. The scary thing about this is, as much as they're like, "Oh, this is just oppressive and everything," Disney has filed patents before (laughs) for lightsaber-related technology. Like in the past, they've done this. Wait, wait, how far in the past? I don't, I don't. I'd have to look it up. I can do that. Um, But I mean, are you saying like the last five years, ten years? 
like when they bought Lucas Lucas Films? I think whenever they yeah they okay. bought. So I'm gonna guess it's probably as much as I would love to see like. I, you know, a bunch of younglings just just cut in half and are all around Star uh, Star Wars land. Uh, I'm gonna assume it's just like a hologram. That was thing fucked that they, up, yeah. dude. How if I, I like that when you guys told me about this story, I just remembered thinking like just kids cut in half all over the ground. Like... Well, I mean, yeah, it's, what's it's so they funny call is it, that they call it a retractable, um, like LED illuminated blade. So I think it's some kind of like, you know, like. You know, like the old lightsaber. Do, do, no, do the motion. Do the motion. You know those like old lightsaber ones that kind of come out like that. Wow, that's quite a lot. <laughs> With LEDs. Well, I'm wondering if they could probably pull that off. Uh, just like if they had some kind of like LED light that had a fiber optic uh, thing that kind of came up and out, that would stop the beam from going. So the the light is not a physical thing. You know, you could run your hand through it. But at the other end of the lightsaber, it had something stopping the beam. Nick, you're fucking giving away all of our yeah, patents right now. I'm, I'm getting what? my degree in Imagineering. <laughs> yeah. um, what I do love that is back? the fact that Disney, you know, this <laughs> 600 million company built on, you know, animated movies and all that stuff is now getting into selling weapons. Well, I just wanted to actually, <laughs> that was my they're take now, on it. They are now going to be arms like, dealers. Well, they're already pros at cryogenic <laughs> like, freezing. Uh, what's his name? What was the first guy's name? Was it Michael Eisner? Was like well, in the '90s, early 2000s? Was the CEO? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, he was like, over. he was like, all right, cool, animated <laughs> movies and Pixar. Like that's what we're gonna focus on. Bob Iger was like, I'm just gonna buy shit, and then yeah. Bob JPEG gets in there in 2019 and just goes. Military contracts. <laughs> like, like, we're, we're arms dealers now. Dude, we're diversifying. Why, oh, that's why they're putting so much money into Avatar. They're like, oh, we're going to put military, oh, like oh, uh, soldiers bought brains into these big blue bodies. People on the moon, we're putting motherfuckers in yeah. blue bodies. That's what we're doing. Right? They're going to start trying to monetize unobtainium, yep. which is the greatest name of an element ever. And then they're making all these, you know, like Star Wars lands and everything. So we get real used to aliens and like maybe want to kiss an alien sooner or later. <laughs> like, I don't know. I mean, I thought about it. <laughs> I've been there. Like, who so has it? alien in Star Wars would you want to kiss the most? Oh, so you know. <laughs> oh, dude. Hit that too quickly. Maz Kanata. Maz Kanata. Dude, Jabba the Probably Hutt. the one I'm thinking of. I love a More like Jabba the Slut, am I right? Uh, no, uh, what was the, the blue lady with the two things coming out of her head? Yeah, Twi'leks. Twi'leks. No, oh, yeah, the, the Twilight yeah. dancer. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Ahsoka. Ahsoka. There we go. Okay, all right. One of the Mandalorians, because they at least look human. Uh, that, <laughs> no, no, it's got to be like an alien, not a humanoid. It's got to have some weird feature, you know, like at least be like... You know, if we were talking Star Trek, be like a Klingon and have something that's a little bit it's, not human. Can it be a robot? Like, like one extra appendage. Yeah. Kind of yeah. Can I, I don't know. Stick that, it in our From the Clone Wars, you had like the two things. Yeah, yeah. What? Oh, Ash, Ahsoka, Ahsoka Tano. Ahsoka Tano. Dude, the way you say Star Wars names is the best. Ahsoka right. Oh, actually, do you want, do you want me to just go of, like, through the and... hardest yeah. Star Wars names? <laughs> I'll do it. Oh. Uh. Da, 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 da. All right. 
like like you know how to pronounce them like uh, yeah i do so okay because i fucking watched the mandalorian okay i so yeah, i know like, how to say it. the language like, actually okay. how yeah all right what's the, what's the mandalorian's real name dinjarin okay okay ready i got i got so don't we got deepa bilaba <laughs> so we've got kanan jarus you know we, you know we got Qui Gon Jinn. Just fire, just fire, rapid fire. Rapid fire, okay. come on, let's hear. Orkikurzi, Gar Saxon, Tiber Saxon, Ursa Wren. Oh, Saxon brothers. Ah, uh, yes, Finis the Saxon Dalaran. bros. Uh, cut La. Oh my God, cut La Quana. <laughs> I don't know any of these. Who came up with these? That's what I want to know. Who's the guy? Who's the guy with the peyote coming the up with these names? The story division. That's true. That's true. It's not peyote. And of, it's and of course, then. of course, the most difficult and final one, Luke Skywalker. Oh, he was t no, he was ripping those death sticks. Oh, do you want any death sticks? Listen, you do not want to sell me death sticks. <laughs> you want to give me? Death I saw sticks. a meme. I saw a meme today that actually said like it had the we're not the droid. These are not the droids you're looking for. Instead, it was just like he just goes drive a Tie Fighter into the Death Star, and he just goes, <laughs> I'm gonna drive a Tie Fighter into the Death Star. <laughs> I will drive a Tie Fighter into the Death Star. And then it's just like the credits. You see like the. Dun, 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 dun. All right. <laughs> Listen, my only thought I had on that whole story was just that, so now that they're making real lightsabers, we need a real Captain America shield so we can answer the age-old question. Will a lightsaber cut through Captain America's shield? I, I think lightsaber apples and lightsaber. oranges, bro. Huh? Apples and oranges. If my son asks me that in the future, I won't know how to answer him. It's lightsaber, obviously. It is lightsaber. It isn't. It isn't. Why I just not? I don't feel that it is. Show me one instance in any. I just Star can't. Wars I don't know why I would feel a certain way about. So your certain... your whole argument is based on emotions. Yes. Yeah. Your, your whole argument is based on the tattoo you have. Yes. Mm -hmm. Which is so, what the lightsaber can cut off. I was gonna say, can the lightsaber cut off that arm, and then we'll see how smart you're talking. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I guess we'll have to fucking find out. <laughs> Hi everyone! Coming up with lightsaber technology. Hi everyone! Welcome to Nerd Shit Live. I now only have one the, fucking that arm. That would be even worse. Giving those kids those shields, they'd be hitting people in the shins with those. Yo, they'll, they'll be breaking <laughs> like razor scooters. Nothing yeah. would be greater than just I mean, fucking give a kid ha! A at somebody. He'll do the same thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's true. You ever Imagine see people get hit in the face with those shields in those movies? Some people are just like, you know, it's like, damn, yo, that's a contusion. Like, they are definitely fucked up. And then, like, oh, there's the in the Avengers uh, 1, Thor gets hit in the face with it, and, like, it's like nothing. You know what I mean? Well, not. I know the episode just came out on Friday, but the most recent Captain America, uh, not Captain America, uh, Falcon Winter Falcon Soldier, Soldier, Zemo gets hit in the head. I was like, he's dead. He's yeah, dead. I was like, I he has to be. I thought I thought it just like would have I was like oh he's done he's they got brain damage even super like simple. All right. Moving on boys. Tonight our main topic is video games in 2011. <laughs> Literally probably one of the greatest years in gaming. Well actually I don't know about that. I feel like that's hard to quantify. Oh, there's a lot why, of there's a lot why of I consider it the best year in gaming. It's because of Smurfs Dance Party. <laughs> Dude, you that took was... you took my number one. God damn it! My okay. list many, is ruined. Nick, how many how many hours you got in Smurfs Dance Party? Uh, at least three. So <laughs> the gameplay is twenty minutes. So, so and he just does it over and over and over again. 
So uh, the way that we did this segment was we went back 10 years and we took two games that we love and one game that we hated that came out in 2011. And I'm interested to know, like, I'm interested to see what most of you guys have picked. The guy below me, though, I was with him in 2011. I know what he was playing. So uh, that being said. you mean you weren't with me because I was playing this? (laughs) So, okay, weird. Anyway. um, (laughs) Were you guys fingering each other in 2011? No, scissors. That was 2010. That was 2010. That was 2010 I did that. Put that behind us. So. Um, Man, right off the bat, I met you in 2011. Oh, damn. Oh, right. Right off the bat, uh, we're going to start with some trivia off the top. So, uh, first of all, it's actually been 10 years now that Minecraft came out. Minecraft came out November 18th, 2011. So it's going to, I guess it's going to be 10 in November, nine and a half growing up nice and strong. And you know, that game set the template for Two of the biggest French, like, I mean, genres that came after survival and battle royale. You know, Minecraft started that. Next was uh, Words with Friends was absolutely huge. I don't know one person who wasn't playing Words with Friends at, at the time in 2011. Like, everybody I, I know. Right? Still plays Words with Friends. Yeah, right, it's still popular today, yeah, but it's, it's, not, it's, not, it's not as massive as it once was, though. Yeah. I mean, in 2011, most people had, like, six games going at the same time. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> second thing, rock artists, I mean, third, excuse me, rock artists still made money from royalties from Rock Band and from, um, God, what was the other one? Guitar Hero. They were, make, they were making money off of that. Are they, are they not now? Well, they're not nearly as popular. Nobody plays those games. Oh, I thought you meant, like, they stopped... Doing royalties, just like, oh, sorry, guys. <laughs> sorry, you can't have any more. You know, no, 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 no. Um, do you remember how they used to, like, they not, like, in the first couple, like, uh, Guitar Heroes, they couldn't get the actual license mm-hmm. for the song because it would have been too expensive? As performed by, or originally so performed, performed by. by so, yeah, so they, like, re-recorded a bunch of versions for old ones, and you're like, why does this sound so janky? Yep, <laughs> yep. And then Rock Band 3, they actually got the actual, like, yeah. artist. Well, they started doing, like, all of the, you know, like... Grande Aerosmith. Yeah, Aerosmith one. Guitar Hero. I can't believe I didn't play the Metallica one. Mm. I don't even remember that. That was a big one, yeah. It was just Metallica Guitar Hero. It was Metallica, Aerosmith, Van Halen had one. Mm -hmm. Um, Green Day had one. Green Day had one? That's cool, too. Uh, I had Rocksmith in 2013 to help me actually learn how to make the proper chords. Like That game actually worked. Um... My my list would say otherwise, but we'll get to that. <laughs> uh, for I mean, like if you could get it to work, it was definitely helpful. Uh, fourth, Skylanders was the first AR game to come out. It's the first augmented reality game to be able to put on a home console or a phone. What's, what what Skylanders? Yeah, what was it? Skylanders was the next evolution of Spyro. So pretty much what it was is like basically like they took the concept of amiibos from Nintendo and you just place them on a mat. That was hooked up to your Wii, and that made the character available in the game. So you had collectibles that affected your real life game. Yeah, Skylanders was the first one to do that, and then Nintendo came with Amiibos and so on and so forth. Um, Then, oh, and this is what I found interesting: video game and real life violence were still argued that they were strongly linked together. So, like, 
it's come very far in the last 10 years that we've actually scientifically moved away from that narrative. And, you know, not to bring up the last four years, but you look at some of the things that like the previous administration tried to blame the violence on in our country and they brought up video games. I was like, oh, okay, they just want to rally up all the old fucking boomers. That's exactly what this Getting is. Getting the band back Yeah, together. pretty much. I was like, oh, I forgot <laughs> they used to again. play these hits. And the reason, um, the reason for um, that this is actually staying power, this narrative is true and that it's a, it's a narrative that, you know, it's scientifically proven. It's, it's just, it's not how you train people to murder people. Um... Glenn Beck no longer brings this up on his programming. Jack Thompson, who made his whole career out of trying to sue Grand Theft Auto, uh, got his license, his bar. I mean, uh, the New York State bar, or maybe Miami, wherever the fuck he was, I don't care. They rejected he can no longer legally practice law because of <laughs> uh, lack of evidence and trying to pursue a case that didn't exist. Uh, kind of wish that happened to Rudy Giuliani. Yeah, you, dude, why do you... Why do you think they're why do you think they're all these lawyers are calling for Rudy Giuliani to lose his uh his yeah, license to be disbarred to be disbarred I had no idea that was because like if that, you that, keep that trying to you can't you can't, you can't like, just you, file a, a lawsuit like, over and over again when you have no evidence it's you know it's fucking frowned upon you know what i mean also, yeah. that press conference was uh, abysmal yeah true oh, i mean the four seasons no, he literally seasons. gave i mean don't get me wrong i always say people but, confuse lawyers for saviors from fear but um Lawyer, uh, he, he gave lawyers a bad name that day, like really we're, fucking we're getting bad. A little off track. Here. So yeah. Either way, though. Sorry, this is um, a soapbox. Pat needed to hop up on. Yeah. Either way, though. Give me five more minutes. <laughs> uh, either way, though, this is just five little things of trivia I looked up today. Uh, in in regards to gaming in 2011. So Danny, we're gonna throw it off to you though first. I want to hear what your favorite two games were and your most hated one was. Okay, we're gonna start off with uh, considered one of the greatest games of all time, I fucking, Batman I, Arkham City. I, I, God oh. damn it! I think, <laughs> this is why I wanted to discuss it before. I figured you were gonna pick that one. Can I propose a rule change before we go forward? Yeah, I already said my one, so I'm not. Uh, I'm, it not gonna, back. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. What uh, I'm gonna say is, let's do a circle so we each get one. You know, oh, so like fair enough. Oh, fair enough. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, that's a good idea. Okay, and since okay. we both have this one on our list, we could both just talk about it then. That works. That works. Okay, and, all right. And I, I, in case someone brings up my uh, other one, I will still be talking about my other one. Uh, anyway. <laughs> so, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> Nothing you don't do get about to. it. Yeah, pretty much. All right. So, so go ahead. Arkham City. Uh, I've never played a Batman game up until this point. I'm not even sure how many of them there were up until Arkham City came out in 2011, but this was the perfect embodiment of Batman that I have ever seen in a medium like this. I didn't this. even you know you played movie. that game at the time. What was that? I didn't know you played that game at the time. Yeah, no, I, I remember I got it for Christmas that year. And oh, I got it for granted, Christmas did, too. Did, did I play it that time? I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure I played it in 2011, but either way, it's a game that came out in 2011 that yeah. I, if anything, I played in 2012. No, I got it. I got it for Christmas too. And I remember, I actually still kind of feel bad about this because, so you know how that game, you have to have the Catwoman DLC or it fundamentally changes how the game opens, like how the game yeah. starts. And that was annoying. Rocksteady knew they fucked up, so they did not make that as a part of the next Batman game. However, I did not know that the DLC code for Catwoman 
was in the manual of the game. So oh. I asked my mom on Christmas morning, can I have your credit card? Cause I need $25 to unlock this stupid fucking. So then I did the whole thing, you know, you had to, you know, I downloaded all, all that shit. I got the DLC and everything. And as I start, I remember I just decided to look in the manual just to see like, like, cause you know, games used to come with manuals that told you how to play the fucking game. <laughs> it had instructions, <laughs> it had instructions it. on it. Have and I remember I just <laughs> opened it up and the fucking card dropped right out. I was like, oh my God, I'm such an asshole. <laughs> I felt, I, I still feel guilt for that 10 years later. You know what I mean? But yeah, I remember that. That was a, that was that's probably the one bad thing about the game. Because other than that, I, I have nothing but praises to sing about it. Yeah. It was the fighting and the action. Although sometimes it did get a little repetitive with the action in terms of block, strike, counter, all that. It really captured the brutality of Batman, and like you felt every single yeah, punch. Yeah, it it feels every like every punch and kick made the controller vibrate. It feels like a really awesome. Like it feels like you're taking place in a, a Batman comic book that incorporates all of his villains. But also, just before we jump to the next one, I think it's important to point out that this game not only proved that licensed games can be absolutely amazing and can be game of the year games, and um, not only that, it created the free fro uh, free flow combat system that literally every third person fucking. Yep. Um, action game uses the same button combination that yep. they, they were using 10 years ago. And yep. um, Warner Brothers learned from that. They're trying to patent all of their new game mechanics so people just can't steal them. But it's one of those things where I'm like, it's so good, though. Let every game have it. Like, just Spider-Man 2018 had that combat system, still worked. It was still amazing. The Shadow mm -hmm. of War games, you know, mm -hmm. they use that combat system. It's perfect. It's amazing. Assassin's Absolutely. Creed's kind of falling behind, but <laughs> you know, don't don't patent it. You yeah, know, don't like patent it. Let everyone do it. it. So Just let uh, everybody have it. Same thing. So I don't understand how you could. I don't understand how you can patent like. Yeah, I've like a conceptual thing in that way. Like well, I feel it's too above board. Like I mean, I'm I know how you can like you know get around it and being like this is you know a technology that we've come up with and it's specifically designed and we created this whole battle system and we've trademarked it now so it's patentable and it's just like okay well can you patent a style of art can you patent like <laughs> a mean, sound of a guitar like yes kind of the, but not really it's like there's only so many buttons that are able to be used on an xbox or a playstation like how can you patent that but right Anyway, I mean, aside from that, the fighting, incredible. The open world, absolutely amazing. And then the fact that it also shows you not only how incredible of a fighter Batman is, but how he is the world's greatest detective. detective. And some of those yeah. stealth detective things, or like those those moments, are actually extremely challenging. Yeah, sexy like Batman someone... vision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's <laughs> challenging like in the storyline itself, but even the side missions with the Riddler... Like, there was a whole, like, you had to find, like, a hundred, like, Riddler, uh, what's it called? 144 uh, Riddler trophies, and I fucking did every single one that summer. Pat, I really feel like you're pissed at me, because you know way more about the game, and I just took it. But... <laughs> <No>. <laughs> this anyway. is his platform as well. He can talk. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, it's, uh... It, it was just a perfect game. And even like the puzzles were so challenging that I got to a point with the Riddler ones that I was like, I'm done trying to find these because I'm not 
going above and beyond for a character that was butchered by Jim Carrey in the 1990s. Butchered? But, all right, butchered. well, butchered. that's a different butchered. conversation. But uh, all right, movie was so let's butchered. get to the next one. Okay. So Burke, you're up, we, right? We're gonna ha- we're gonna have a segment. We're gonna have a segment, a, a preceding episode that's just it's a versus over the, like, like Jim Carrey's performance of the Riddler. We're we're I gonna have it. this discussion in in the next week or two. <laughs> all right, it. so Burke, you're up next now with your uh, with your first one, right? So I'm going to I I actually subcategorized this because I couldn't end up picking one. So I had I picked. I picked a couple that were like my clear picks. Oh, um, that I was I was like people probably have picked these other ones too, but I'm gonna go with the ones that I liked. And this is gonna be a deep cut, but Lego Star Wars Three Clone Wars came out that year, and I cannot tell you the amount of time I've spent playing those games. And to be fair, like later on down the line, a little bit more when they had the sagas come out and they re-released them all um, like as a collective game. But I went through and they're I doing it again. They're doing it again. God they're coming out with the whole damn. Skywalker saga. Yeah, I went through and found every single goddamn brick, every single goddamn <laughs> token. Like I you perfected your coin meter for every yes, level. <laughs> I perfected that game because this was, you know, when I was younger and the the OCD was not as <laughs> prominently out there. <laughs> But I think, well, hold on. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love the Lego games, but let's be honest. You play one Lego game, you play them all. Like, it's just, it's just your flavor. It's just your flavor of Lego game, you know? I, I think that the this is like the rules of like what is where's your memories you know ten years ago what were you doing it's not about how if it's the best game of all time it's about how it hits you emotionally right and then me at twenty at eighteen <laughs> I was loving some Lego Star Wars okay maybe that isn't the best thing to say out loud <laughs> yeah you knew. The funniest things about Jerry these colors. games that I really enjoyed was there's no there's no speaking dialogue in any of these games because you know they're Legos so they just make a bunch of like weird noises that are kind of semi in like that like you know if you have like a, a gruff character they're just like, <laughs> it's like the Legos. <laughs> <laughs> you have these, yeah you have these really dramatic cinematic you know occurrences. That they're Legos, and then like if someone dies, they just break into the Lego parts and fall apart. So wait, what is what does Jar Jar Binks sound like? I I don't even well. I just like, <laughs> like the first the first Lego game to feature voice actors was um, Lego Batman Two D- uh, DC Superheroes or whatever the fuck it was. That's the first open world Lego game. And the first one to to feature like I said voice ca- voice actors, but it would the only voice actor they got. Um, from any of the material was the guy who played Lex Luthor on the animated TV show. And they made him Lex Luthor, and then everybody else was just these wild casting choices for the Lego characters. Was Will Arnett Batman? No, no, he was not. Oh, later, later on, <laughs> oh, okay. later on, he was. You can be assured that he was Batman. But um, so Lego Star Wars Three Clone Wars, check it out. All right, Nick, you're up. Um, so I, I made, I'm going to say everybody feel free to jump in on this one. Cause I picked the obvious one. Uh, I was not a big gamer back in the day, but that like my introduction to gaming was hanging out with my buddy sitting on his couch from, you know, 9 PM until 6 AM Saturday morning drinking, you know, rockstar or monster and, and eating starbursts playing Gamer's Skyrim. Cool. 
Mm-hmm. Um, that was my other one. Yeah, other I one. figured. So f- everybody, feel free to jump in. On yeah, this, you guys a... aren't gonna like what I have to say. <laughs> I was, this I was is a, a safe space, Pat. Okay, <laughs> we're not at the bad it. games yet. But do you remember, like, oh, we're how, not. How the map of that game was like <laughs> it was the first of its kind to have this big, huge open world map. Yeah. Um, I just remember wanting to explore every single cave, climb every mountain, talk to every NPC. Just, I remember just being blown away by saying, "Video games can do this." Yeah, no, the I mean, sheer it, scale it, of it. Yeah. yeah, it's just there's so many storylines, and even granted, the stories aren't that great to begin with, like the storylines. But it's just the fact that you can at one point go from saving the world from dragons, and then just decide, you know what? Fuck the world. I'm gonna go just find ninroots all over the place and pick flowers. <laughs> For this one guy or like i'm gonna go find this guy's sword and then you have the option of when you find the guy's sword you can then give it to him and he gives you money and then you can kill him and you can just take the sword use it once and then put it in a chest and never see it again and i think that's beautiful about video mm-hmm. games i think that's a beautiful thing but i mean it's it's just such a rich game, and it has so much replayability factor. Yeah, absolutely. Before, yeah. I, I know, I know, Pat is itching to dive into it. But oh, I, I know, I've, and I'm I've, just trying to prevent him from talking. I've, I have a, I have a little quick story. Was so my roommate freshman year had bought this game, and had played it like I don't know for like 15, 10 minutes because he saw like all the hype that was coming out about it, and he was like, "Oh, this isn't for me. I thought it might be something else." He's like, "Do you want to buy it off me?" So I was like, sure. So I buy it and I start playing it and I had the exact same reaction that Nick had being like, whoa, like this, you can do this and look at over here. And then like, absolutely visceral. (laughs) So I remember like starting it up and I think he went like out or something and he went to like class or something and he came back like later on and it was like two or three in the morning. He comes back in and I'm still in the common room playing this game. And it was one of those. He's like, oh, my God, you're still here. And it was that that situation where you kind of just like. Look up and you're like, this is not the first time, and you are just like, what, what, what day is it? This is not the first time I've heard that story from college students playing Skyrim when it came out. Oh yeah, so it it, it came out my freshman year at least, and I remember just walking through the dorm and it'd be like, hey man, where have you been? He was like, I've I've just been playing Skyrim for 25 (laughs) hours straight because it's just that type of a game. Mm -hmm. And what I love about it is just how I never really played fantasy games before that i was never a big fantasy guy and uh i then went and i played oblivion after i played skyrim what i love about skyrim is how accessible it is to the casual gamer like myself whereas an it's an rpg but it's very simplified there's a perk tree you know there's stamina magicka health that you can choose to put perk points into magic like that but at least shut your mouth but at least (laughs) There is, like, I then played Oblivion. Oblivion is, like, almost like Dungeons & Dragons, at Mm -hmm. least to me, where it's like, you have agility, you have athletics, you have this, you have that, and it's just, it just blows my mind. At least this one is accessible, and I was like, this is great. I can go from being a sneaky archer to a mage, back to a sneaky archer, to a two-hander, back to a sneaky archer. It was just, it's great. And then especially, and I'm really just trying to filibuster before Pack and talk, but really <laughs> then what made this game great afterwards was, and what happens with a lot of games, not just Skyrim, but is then the modding community. I Ooh. don't play unless Macho Man Randy Savage is my dragon now. 
all the time. <laughs> Macho Man Randy Savage is my dragon. And Wait, Nick, like, it is exactly like, what it sounds like. Does it, it look like him or sound like him or both? Both. Both. It is Macho Man Randy Savage stretched to the size of a dragon. And you just, and when you, before you see him, all you hear is Macho Man coming. And then he just flies in and he's just like, oh yeah. And he's just breathing fire at you. But I mean, there's stuff like that. You can make Thomas the Tank Engine. Yeah, Thomas uh, the Tank Engine. Thomas the Tank Engine is my favorite mod that they make villains in games like Mr. X and Resident Evil. Like you just hear the whistle down the hall and then it comes around the hall and instead of footprints, it's the chugging. Like, But yeah, it's there. There he is. Yeah, that's terrifying. But yeah, so I mean, the modding community, which another thing they did, this is going to be controversial, but the modding community made it possible to finally kill children in Skyrim, which if you ask me, children were the biggest pricks in Skyrim. They were absolute assholes who needed to get murked, and so someone came up with a mod to allow you to murk them, and so I then proceeded to download that mod and find every child that I hated. Not we we didn't even touch on like the meme ability of this game, like, yeah. like ten the, years later, the, yeah. The knee, like that was yeah. huge. I mean, there's, like, there's I, so much to. I like and, the and memes. Even, like, make fun of Todd Howard, the director. Of the yeah. Because I mean, oh, don't get me wrong. Intro? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, okay, bro, yeah, you're yeah, finally awake. Yeah, bro, I love the meme. meme like, I love the meme where it says like it's Todd Howard and he's walking up to the vending machine. And it says money machine and it says new IP and then underneath like Skyrim for your contacts yeah. and he just <laughs> hits the button and it comes out and like the guy with him is like, God damn it, Todd. Like, um, oh, yeah. but All actually right. it's funny that you guys brought up Skyrim as like, you know, one of the, I mean, listen, it is one of the best games of all time, but it's actually, it's on my list too, but it's actually my most hated game of 2011. Ooh. Now, here, the reason you for want, that... Let, let's just jump to it. Let's jump to it. <laughs> the, reason, the reason that I just didn't like... I just, like, I didn't connect with it. I couldn't get into it. I, I, I wasn't into the fantasy stuff. I also am... Have this... I have an intimidate, uh, intimidation issue... Intimidation issue with large games... Like, Breath of the Wild scared me until I just jumped into it because I didn't know, like, will I ever beat it? You know, that type of thing. Either way, though, I gave Skyrim an honest go twice after that, and I just it just hasn't caught me. Like, I'm one of those people who never played Skyrim more than five hours. I tried, though. I, I get I And, get like, I'm going to try Elder Scrolls Six because it can't be a worse game, but I'm just so not into Skyrim. Like, I just don't I've get actually- it. I've never finished Skyrim. Really? I have never I have never finished the main story of Skyrim because I've oh. tried to do every single element of it as well. <laughs> like, no, it's it, it really is hard. And Pat brings up a good point with Breath of the Wild. I had the same feeling with Breath of the Wild where I picked it up, started playing it, and then suddenly you get an idea of how big which Breath of the Wild map is I think it's much bigger than Skyrim. Bigger, five yeah. times bigger yeah. than Skyrim. And so I saw that and I got intimidated, put it down, and then quarantine happened, the pandemic happened, and then I picked it back up and it was amazing. Also, it was I mean, you guys you guys yeah. know me as like a gamer. You know what I mean? Like you guys know what the types of games I like and Skyrim does not fit that profile. Then again, Breath of the Wild didn't either. 
You know what I mean? That, that and that's like that Dark Souls, which I feel like it, it's not fully Skyrim. It's very different. But it's it still not has Skyrim. That fantasy element. I mean, it yeah, has fantasy but I also feel like I also written. feel like that game, oh. like Dark Souls. I mean, like you're right. It is related in in genre, like the the setting that it's in. But I also feel like the main driving point of Dark Souls is the world building and the actual gameplay. Like you can you the can't you yeah. can't get that type of gameplay anywhere else. Not even the difficulty, yeah. just the actual like physical combat of that game and like the timing you need is in you know, it's totally different from Skyrim. But that's yeah. not my point. My point is though, I was not super hot on Skyrim and I just never it just never caught me. I'm not super big on Bethesda games until they started putting Doom out. Uh, like that's fair. Yeah, um, I get that. But they they have they have a tendency to just be clanky and and yeah. Jumpy, and like the other first the other problem is that Skyrim was one of the first Bethesda games to come out and be like super jank. I mean like super jank, and that started the whole meme of like of like aha Bethesda's putting out a new game. I wonder how many bugs will be at launch. Yeah. And <laughs> I wonder when that was mod, funny. That was funny it. up until Fallout 76 tried to take advantage of that and fucking put out literally an unplayable piece of garbage that wasn't even yeah. well balanced as a game and yeah. They like straight up lied to people for months about how great this game was going to be, what it could do. It didn't even do half of what they said it was. There's a great internet historian video on it if anyone's talk, looking for it. We talked about we talked about Cyberpunk last week already. <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> shit, shit, you're right. Sorry, my bad. Right. I didn't mean to bring that up. But once again, another uh, Skyrim's a good comparison of how far we've come in ten years. Where one Skyrim is still fucking relevant, and two, the lessons that you should have learned in Skyrim <laughs> as a developer have not carried over a decade later because oh, yeah. they never Absolutely. learn. But all right, so moving on though, my second favorite game on my list of that year, which I there's no way anybody else has this pick. I was originally gonna go with Modern Warfare Three. Because that was that's what I was gonna pick because I really like that game. However, I went with Dead Space 2, which mm. once again makes a lot of sense when you think about the type of games I like. Uh I I don't imagine anybody else has that, right? No, so, I've, I've never played any of the Dead Space games, and I know we've talked about playing. We should, so. you should play one and two and then let's co-op three, because I've never played three. Um Hell yeah. but uh Dead Space One literally like they ripped off resident evil put it in space and it was awesome it's fucking <laughs> awesome that's all it is dead there space was no original thinking and it was dead great. dead and space well the original the the way you kill the enemies is not just headshots you gotta literally cut off their yeah, limbs and the yeah. guns you're using are actually engineering tools and the suit mm -hmm. that you're wearing is an engineer suit like it's all based around this guy's like uh sci-fi job pretty much on this like space station that got overtaken by aliens so um just a couple of things like i said combat was really nice story was really nice in the first game the second game though was way more action way more horror except the scariest thing in the whole game is when you're walking through like the preschool or nursery on the ship like because the ship is like a colony thing that's like moving across to like go to some other settlement or whatever so they have like a school for kids is like you're in like the backstage area of their theater and literally like you turn around and they just drop a cardboard like sun in front of you like with a like big happy big smile on it like 
and it just comes out of nowhere. I remember it scared the shit out of me back then. It scared the shit out of a lot of people. Like if you go on Reddit and look that up, people still say it's the scariest part of that game. Uh, either way though, it's fucking awesome. I love it. Burke, you should play it. It's it on is, Game it Pass. Is on my, it is on it's my on, check it out. It's on Game Pass. So and what, Xbox what, Game Pass. I've seen uh there was a video that I saw of the uh game director for it wasn't the second one, it was actually the first one. And he was just talking about the level of detail that that developer put into those games was astonishing. Yeah. Where there was one scene in particular from the first one. That's it. Where, that's uh, the fucking sun. <laughs> that's the sun. Yeah, that's that horrifying. Away. So, um, <laughs> but there was one scene in particular where like an octopus arm came out and like grabbed you mm-hmm. and like started pulling you around yep. and the level of detail they had to go into just to make that because they didn't want cutscenes. They didn't want cutscenes. It's all they in just game. wanted you to be immersed. They had oh. to, they had to develop that game for where you would be standing in any given position going into that hallway with any given gun they had to break it down piece by piece. Yep. I saw that and I was like, this game, I've never played best, it, but this game is amazing. The best part about that is that when the, the damage you inflict on the enemy at that time, <clears throat> later on when the boss fight comes up, you still, you can see that damage you put on them. It doesn't affect their health bar. It's just a cool detail. And uh, cool. the Dead Space, there was supposed to be a Dead Space 4. However, as we know, uh, is it, I think EA owns Visceral Games now. EA, you know, giant publisher came in, bought the studio, told them, we want you to make Dead Space 3, and by the way, we're, it's, we know it's a single-player game, but we're going to shoehorn co-op into it, we're going to make it more action, we're going to drop it from an M to a T rating, and uh, we're going to jam a microtransaction in a single-player game in 2011. So this is one of the first signs of that. And then when Dead Space 3 didn't perform as well because, you know, everyone was on to EA's bullshit, they shut down Visceral Studios, making all those people lose their jobs, and the and they made Dead Space a dead IP, pretty much. So once again, 2011, indicative of the things that were to come in over the next decade with the giant publishers, you know? Makes sense. It's just fucked up. It's just fucked up. But okay, so enough of my bullshit. Danny, you're up. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, I mean, Nick had my uh, my Skyrim one. So I don't really have I didn't have a second choice for uh, favorite. Oh, so I, I if, can I can sub you in one if you want. Uh, go for Here, it. I'll Take give it. you uh, the Black Eyed Peas experience. There we go. <laughs> oh, yes. So let me tell you. Yes, yes, let yes. Let me tell great you about game. the greatness that is Fergie. So, <laughs> um, but no, I mean, if it's cool, I'd like to then just jump into the game that I hated. Yeah, or, or unless we go another round robin of games that people liked. I would say just jump into your hated. Or yeah. he's going to do hated. Star Wars The Old Republic. Fuck I thought you were, that. Oh, game. Shit. I, thought you were coming at, I thought you were coming at Lego Star Wars. For oh, yeah. I, I did I, that would be so great. That would have been so great if that was Danny's most hated <laughs> game. It's like, what the fuck? You hate it so much that it's your one solid choice. But talk about... <laughs> Talk about this other Star Wars game. I mean, Star Wars The Old Republic is, I mean, it's technically reviewed fairly well. It's been successful. It's still successful to this day where there are still millions of people that are playing that game and subbing, subscribing to play that game every month. But it exemplified everything that I hated about an MMO. It's just nonstop grind. The story is, like, mediocre. Even though a lot of people talk about how great the storyline is and all that, I found it to be pretty mediocre just for the fact that 
you had to go days of grinding and just killing small animals and doing these crappy side missions just to then get to the final plot point or like the next plot point that already no longer has the same emotional weight as it did than when you finally were getting to that point before. I fucking hate that game. And then, I mean, on top of that, it's they have such a dichotomy of light side choices versus dark side choices where like a mission could be you have to give this town like, I don't know, you have to bring them back like their water supply or something like that. And then if you do a light side choice, you can either choose light side, which is you give them their water, you give them all the money you have, you give them all the clothes off your back, and then you let them fuck your significant other. Or you have <laughs> oh, a dark okay. side choice. See, that's what I figured. And I thought it was going to be like you take like a dark side mission that's like, oh, burn down the orphanage. Or it's like the light <laughs> side the mission, make clay like fucking Play-Doh with them or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, no. It's like you're going to be like, okay, this is a little different. It's like you either give them everything you have or you go the dark side route, which is you poison their water supply. <laughs> Steal all their money, burn our crops, poison our water, and then use the force to prevent their children from learning how to read. It's so <laughs> back ass words opposite. And then on top of that, my final back point, and ass is, words, everybody. That is a new word. word. That, that was, that was, that was, a, that was oh, a passionate yeah. back ass words. And then the, my my last and final point is they absolutely nerfed and butchered the character of Darth Revan. Which, if you know anything about the, uh, uh, I haven't Star played Wars yet. Universe, it's only been fifteen you know, years. <laughs> if you know anything about the Star Wars universe, you know Star Wars: Knights of the Old Republic. One goes down as one of the greatest, literally one of the greatest of games time. of all time. Yeah, yeah. came out in two thousand three. We should play, play it. We should fucking play it. I'm, I'm down to play. Is there multi? There's multiplayer in that, right? Is there? No, no, there's no multiplayer. Oh, no, no that is the Old Republic. Shit. Okay, no, keep no, going. That, yeah, that's the Fuck. Old Republic, yeah. No, Knights of the Old Republic is available on Game Pass, though. So you, oh, can, you can go back and play I it. have it it's, on Steam. But, Danny, yeah. just to add to your point about Knights of the Old about the old Republic and how many people are joining that game, right? The There's actually speculation from the Knights of... From the KOTOR 2 crew, we'll put it like that, that the reason there is no KOTOR 3 is because Knights... I mean, the Old Republic... EA games. (laughs) Well, obviously. Yes, but... But because (laughs) the Old Republic is still so successful. The Bioware is like, why waste our time? You know? Exactly. No, exactly. And I mean, I I would love a KOTOR KOTOR 3, but considering what they did to Darth Revan, which again, they simply took one of the greatest characters and they nerfed him and they just made him, they made him a villain to like both light and dark side. It was bizarre. They absolutely gave him a terrible ending to his story. And then you kill him in like the easiest boss fight in the world. I just kind of feel like, I just kind of feel like, um, how do I describe it? Like, Kotor, oh, uh, Goodwill Hunting. Co- oh, yeah, Goodwill Hunting. Yes. Kotor, yeah, you know what's funny? Somehow, after all these times you've done that, I still don't <laughs> see it coming. So, uh, Kotor one, they made like what? It took them two or three years to make that game. Kotor yeah, two, yeah. they licensed out to somebody else, and it took them fourteen months for a turnaround for a sequel. Like that's a ama- yeah. like fourteen months on the shelves. One of the greatest games was, of all time. But then Bioware two was still good. Yeah. And then Bioware one. Some people go back and forth, but it was still amazing. I feel like it's like the same thing with the Terminator series. You know, it's do you like hard, do you like action? They're both fucking good. Yeah. Um what's it called? But then 
Bioware was working on the old Republic. They weren't concerned with making a sequel to KOTOR. That's yeah. why they made somebody yeah. else license. They didn't even think that was going to be that big of a success. So I understand why that they're staying the course and like no KOTOR yeah. 3. But I do know that the old Republic is like a lot of people think it's a big piece of shit. Oh, I, I hated it. I was a subscriber for probably, I want to say, six months or something like that. And I mean, I did one of those things where I bought like six months in advance. One month in, I was like, well, I'm getting my money's worth and I'm trying to play every single character. Biggest waste of time. I'll never get those six months back to myself. But anyway, that's my soapbox. We, we got uh, Alex that in the chat also saying that Old Republic was a huge disappointment. So boring. There we go. Thanks, Alex. Yeah, but he also criticizes the video games I like. So. <laughs> Do you like any games that aren't super linear and story-driven? I just got fucking finished saying I like Breath of the Wild, goddammit. Yeah, but you were scared. My fucking open... My fucking... My fucking... One of my other favorite game is literally an open-world game. All right, Mike, what's your number two? Um, I put Minecraft um okay fair fair enough it's it's like the biggest game of all time that's right like and 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 i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna be the uh the new york hipster that i can be and i had the i was playing the beta for minecraft when it came out um i was and i was i was playing minecraft like i remember playing it Mm -hmm. pre-college and just you talking about this is making me feel a lot of emotion right now I'm just going to be forewarning you, okay? Like, I fucking have a lot of amazing Minecraft nights, okay? I know. Pat's going to cry. There was, I, I don't know, I, I, played a lot, I played a decent amount of Minecraft, maybe like two years ago or two, three years ago, there was like a resurgence. I started watching Hermitcraft, which is like a, a bunch of YouTubers who are all Minecraft YouTubers playing on it like a, co- a, a server together and just building these absolute batshit things and having stories and everything together and like i was like hell yeah like look Burke, at what is that one guy fight. still traveling through his server all these years later oh yeah i know in oh, like yeah. i know i heard in like 2017 yeah, or 2016 Zuma. he was only like a quarter of the way through <laughs> yeah he's going like, from one end right to the other and he is not stopping he ain't stopping but it's is just like how big these servers are oh on pc on pc before. they're fucking ginormous they can they're be technic- okay. they're technically infinite well they get to a certain well, point where it's all janky. the render the okay. render point is infinite whereas yeah. if, if you have the digit the digitization power in your hardware on your server yeah. you can pretty much make it everlasting or as so far you'll never get to the end but like the so the actual render point is infinite, but it's not technically infinite. You know what I mean? It's like there's yeah, okay. an edge, but you might never get to it. That's why this it, guy it, was like, like I'm just going to turn my like hardware pack up pack. as far as I can get and fucking see where it ends. Yeah, but I mean, it's one of those things where like, you know, I played it 10 years ago and, you know, you build little houses and you build little things and you do things. And then now I'm like, we're going to create a zero tick sugarcane farm using some of this redstone. And we're going to take some update from the beta here. And that's a <laughs> snapshot that's about to be released. Now we have wireless redstone that we can use with these different new sensory. You know, like you can get people have built video games in Minecraft. People have built mm-hmm. calculators. They've built computers. You know what? A little birdie told me at dinner that somebody rebuilt the state of New Jersey in Minecraft. Like all Ooh, of the, I saw that. All yeah. of the uh, landmarks. Hey, you hear that? I brought it up. 
<laughs> you happy? Yeah, don't give me shit mom? anymore. Yeah. It's, no. it's one of those games that I can, uh, like, I'll, I'll pick up and I'll play it aggressively for a couple months, then put it down for like a year, and then be like, look at all the cool shit they updated, and then do the same thing. Dude, I'm telling you, we gotta get, year. we gotta get Nick on Minecraft, bro. It'll be I'll, over. I'll play. I, I play. That was another one for me, like. Uh, one of the earliest memories of me, you know, playing a video game was Minecraft at my buddy Kevin's house, uh, you know, for hours and hours and just waking up, you know, or falling asleep at six in the morning. Oh, it's I love, Asbury. I love, yeah, that's Asbury Park. Sleeping all day, staying up all. Copyright. Uh, I... <laughs> all right. Burke, that was a good second. choice. I felt really good after you said that. Whew. After my Skyrim yeah, rant. So, Nick, you're up. Um. So, I... I thought this was going to be a more obvious one but now that you guys haven't brought it up maybe not uh portal uh portal 2 oh, came out portal in 2011 that's right i but, saw uh, that on there a, i've never played it though yeah Neither i have I. a lot of fond memories of these games I've just because them. number one the gaming mechanics are one of a kind um you know like there's geometry and physics and and stuff like that going on uh it like incredible sci-fi premise and scary as hell. Like Help, I, remember... I lost my portal. <laughs> no, but like the the you know like the whole time you know it winds up the the villain is or the you know the person who's guiding you turns out to be the villain, and then mm-hmm. the sequel ending on that story. Um, what's that? I said I knew that twist, so I wasn't gonna be like stop spoilers. Yeah, but I do. Well, I mean, it has I been figured a the game's ten years old. Yeah, like, at this like, point, I didn't know that you're either, playing but... for the experience. We are going. So yeah. wait, that's a horror game? Because I remember it's not a horror game technically, but there are psychological yeah. thriller moments in it. I think is more so. Well, I, specific I do know, in that way. Like you know about all like the cake is a lie and all that type of stuff, Pat. Mm-hmm. The yeah. what? Cake, you know, is the cake, is cake is a lie. Cake is a lie. What do you mean, cake is a lie? I love cake. <laughs> so, so I'm gonna get take that as a no. no. Play the game. All All, cake you I would say it's like. Can we call? Is Portal Two the one you can co-op? Yeah. Uh, Portal Two. Is All co-op. right. I see a. I see an opportunity here. <laughs> there you go. Nerd shit live Twitch. Yeah. Nick, um, that makes a lot of. I totally like see how you. Like love and the portal. It's games. a puzzle game, and you know, like all that. I I didn't realize until I was looking at my list. I'm like, oh, I really like puzzle games. Um, but yeah, so much fun. Storyline is great. The the voice acting is great, even though it's minimal. Um, I highly the storyline is fantastic in the mm-hmm. portal games. Like you don't anticipate it to be. You're like, oh, this is just puzzle to puzzle to put room to room to room. But like you get invested, and it's really funny. It's got like a very like British yep. dry sense of humor about a lot of things because you're having like a robotic voice tell everything. So. <laughs> It's a oh, great yeah. game. It's it's like Prince Philip so, coming back in Call then, of Duty um, Zombies, like that kind of British. J.K. Simmons is also in it too, which apparently oh, is? J.K. Simmons was like stole the show essentially. Is that Cave? Probably. I don't know. J.K. Simmons. This is just this is just what Joe told me because Joe has played it. That's right. Joe did tell me he played it. He yeah, told me yeah, he Simmons. plays Cave Johnson. He's Cave Johnson. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right, yeah, All right. okay, I'll put Pat. it on the list. I just updated my list of games to play last night. I put fucking uh, Battle for Bikini I Bottom. A, I should make one rehydrated. of those lists. Battle for Bikini Hot Bottom Rehydrated, the remaster of SpongeBob. Oh, and, that's uh, right, I gotta play that. Fuck, what was the I've, other one? I've Yo, if we play of... that, we should do an episode on it. And, uh, I'll gladly What was I'll it? Um, Destroy All Humans had a remaster come out this summer, and the price finally oh, I, dropped on it, so I, I want to get that. I, didn't play it, but I did watch uh, my roommate Matt play it. And the remake was, um, or the original one? The remake. The oh, remake. The original. It was, 
the, it's fun. It's yeah, fun as hell. The original one, the original two are on PS Now or whatever the fuck that is called. PlayStation Now. PlayStation Now. So you can get them on there for free. Um, but the, like I said, the remake just came out, so I definitely want to give that a go. That that was one of my all-time favorite games for Xbox back in the day. But, you know, that was like nice. in 2006. So, um... Do we miss anything? Who do uh, we, Mike, Mike and I, I did, did. Mike, did you do your least favorite? I did not do my least favorite. Yeah, my yeah. least favorite is, um, I don't know if y'all know it, Binding of Isaac. No. Which is, oh, so this is an old game. Is that? Yeah. So this is an old game, but it's a massively popular. About and 10 years gonna, old. Yeah, it's about 10 years old. Um, <laughs> right around. They, they, they are continually releasing um, like uh, DLCs and different things for it. Like, at, earlier this month, they had just released a new uh, update kind of for it in that way. So it's still one of those games where it's continually being changed and everything. But um, it's a roguelike game, which is unsurprising. It's a top-down roguelike game. Yes. It's, it's kind of like a, Yes, Danny, you don't like roguelikes either, right? I don't like a, that. I don't like that a, image. It's a, Oh, well, here's the, that's, that's why. So it's an indie roguelike game, and it was predominantly made by, like, one guy. <laughs> The, uh, the main thing, and it's this guy like, has the, issues. The, it's weird. It's got like a. It reminds me of like. You tell him, Danny. Something that should have been on like Newgrounds. You know. Yeah, you yeah I feel that. You, you let him. You let him know. Toys? You know that game too. No, I don't know that one either. But it's like it's just like one of those like old like Newgroundsy looking things where it's like this is really gross and it's gory and it's just like unnecessarily nasty looking. Which sucks because apparently this game is fantastic. It is literally one of like the roguelike staples. It has like ten out of ten, five out of five everywhere. Yes, it is literally one of like the best. And the thing is, it's made by a single person, or the original was. So it's like constantly lauded as like an internet, like you know, or like a video game roguelike diamond. I cannot get past the fucking images of everything. It's such a gross-looking game. Terrible. I, I love. I love so the much. the Binding of Isaac Afterbirth. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's there's, there's that's like, where I draw the line on that conversation. <laughs> dude, it's just there's like everything so, is really like kind of bloody, but like gross, bloody and like gory, but ghost. But it's all like done with like little pixel graphics and everything, and it's just like uh, I don't want. It my, kind of reminds me of Castle Edmund, Crashers. Edmund, you guys remember Castle Edmund. Crashers? Yeah, Edmund. Edmund, you need help. Sir? So, Nick. Some of the enemies have, like, umbilical cords and shit like that, and it's just, like, gross. I'm going to need to watch some gameplay after this because now I'm intrigued. Yeah, I I need some research. I think I'll pass. No, I'll I'll make you watch it. (laughs) Um, But I'm I'm uh, like, I should like this kind of game. Oh, Nick has to say his. Yeah, Nick, what's yours? Uh, So, uh, maybe a surprise, maybe not. Uh, Back to the Future of the Game. Oh, of course. Telltale. Makes sense. Uh, I'm a I'm an extremely big Back to the Future fan, and I just feel like it didn't it didn't match the the tone of the movies. Um, I don't think it like the story was boring and not compelling. And I'm, obviously it's a Telltale game, so it's just you know like point and click you know story based adventure. But yeah, it just didn't do anything for me, and I was really disappointed as such a big Back to the Future fan. I'm like, this is not the legacy. You know, it doesn't live up to the legacy. What, this game was never was on my radar. Yeah, like, I, I never even knew about it. I Yo, know, Batman did Telltale, and it was the shit. But keep going. It's an episodic <laughs> graphic. It's it's like the like yeah. the Walking Dead games. I'm yeah. guessing it's like point and click, so, yeah, exactly pretty much. The same yeah. Gameplay. So now now 
I mean, like, I, I've played uh, The Walking Dead one, or at least one of them. I played the Game of Thrones ones, and typically what they do is they make other characters, like, in the world, and then have you play as them. Was this the same, th- or are you playing as Marty McFly and Doc, uh, like, you, I, I, I'm pretty sure, like, if I remember co- correctly, you're playing as Marty, and then, you know, they're like, there's all different stories in the episodes, but to to me, the most disappointing part was... They kind of took all the tropes of Back to the Future because all the three of the movies use the same humor and jokes where it's like everybody you interact with. It's like, this is Marty's great grandfather and that's Doc's dad and this is Mr. Strickland's mom. And it's like this could have been a cool opportunity for the, for them to do something a little bit different. And, you know, because it's like you're in a game. You're not watching a movie. You could experiment a little bit. But it was just like they took everything from Back to the Future and and distilled it and shoved it down your throat. It was like, okay. Will Marty this... fuck his mom? Find yeah. out. <laughs> that would be a great choice. Point and click. That's... Point and click. <laughs> that's, one, that's one of the story points. All right. Well, that was a good segment. I, I actually I have a lot that. Yeah, and now I really want to go back and like and like, dude, I have a bug up my ass to play Arkham City so bad and Dead Space 2 yeah. now. Like Fuck it, I'll give Skyrim another go. Let's see what happens. But with that give being said. Alright, so let me just share my screen for you guys. I think you'll be quite excited. Is this a I... pat clip of the week? This is a pat clip of the week. It's very my first yeah, ever clip I bring for the show. PCOW. Oh, Breath of the Wild. We already talked about that. <laughs> All right. So you guys can see it, right? Uh, I just see black. I see, see blick. Oh, I don't. I that only, doesn't make I me only feel see good. The screen is blick, not. All right. You can't. Oh, oh, there we go. Okay. There All right. Go. You guys ready? Oh, I don't like where this is going. <laughs> All right. Hit the All right. Here we go. Oh there's just so many. <laughs> There's half the video left. Yeah, right? Like, like, they come back in the frame. Oh my god. I'm now reading the top of the uh, the video. The video. Me yeah. <laughs> yeah, you should uh, save the file as clip of the week and then the week. <laughs> so that's also just not singular B attack. Oh Bro, no, this is this is the whole hive came after you. They did not like his song. But they yeah. like rolled into town. It was just it's not like oh these guys God. were I'm assuming they weren't. Uh, now like, like I think there's a last frame here of this guy like running by and grabbing the Oh no, okay. Oh. So no, but not. yeah. So <laughs> oh I like my God. I I don't know like what happened, but just like the energy from here. And the vibe, more importantly, oh, <laughs> they're just like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Like, look at it. Like, he's smiling as it's happening. 
Fuck! Like, was this, was this part of the video where they were like, you know, it's like we're gonna release it. dubs. <laughs> yeah, so so they sent us they sent us bees instead. You guys want to put those? Out? Amazon, you did us again. This is why you don't order off Alibaba. <laughs> God damn it, this is the last time Alibaba sends me a fucking stack of bees. <laughs> Look at this. Like, it just looks like they just keep coming, you know? Now, for, for people who are just listening, I wanted to point out that um, this is a video of a bunch of kids shooting a rap video. Totally fine. I support the arts. But the funny part is when they get attacked by the bees, and that's what you're hearing right now. Picture, picture in your mind's eye sitting on the ground and a, an enormous swarm of bees just crossing the sky. Like you're, wa you're watching, a, you're watching like planes flying overhead in formation. Look at this guy. Look at like, like, like it's, there's just all over him. Like all over his head. Dude, you just, you just gotta keep running. Now I have been attacked. I've by two bees like before at one time. I got stung on the eye and the ear at the very same time, and it sucked. So I've this had several instances probably where, like, I've is near a hive and gotten, like not swarmed, but where like you know like I've had like eight or nine bees on me, and I had to like pull them off and. Oh, dude, and this things. is a full-on swarm. Like this, this was is. like this I was. I don't know where this is. This was. Um, if anybody knows what they're saying and can give us any context clues, let us know. This was. Uh, this you was. Film yourself wrapping it. This and, reminds uh, me of a. Uh, uh, scramble the fairies, you know. Uh, <laughs> should I not scramble the fairies? Like, no, they fucking scrambled the fairies on this one. Like, here it comes. <laughs> I love that. Like, it looks like they're expecting it, and they're like, "What's yeah. happening?" Yeah. Like, it's like there's a guy off screen who's like a beekeeper. He was like, "You wrapped your last wrap." Maybe they, maybe they are bee beekeepers, and they weren't surprised. They're like, "Oh yeah, the bees. We have bees," and then oh, they just turned them. on them. Our bees. We have the oh, bees. We have. <laughs> oh my god. That's that's the button we go out on. But yeah. <laughs> so, nothing's more fun than watching people get attacked by a swarm of bees. On your own podcast. Well, you know they're dying at an alarming rate, so yeah, gotta, yeah, it's true. Going. Can't can't kill him. He's got to let can't, him be. Can't live. Oh. With, can't live without him. You just gotta keep getting stung by the bees, gotta pretty let much. Him be. Okay. I get it. Oh, uh, all right. Well, yeah. You see yourself <laughs> out, I guess. Well, I guess with that, said, <laughs> with that yeah, said, with that said, thanks should. everybody for tuning in. Uh, once again, if you liked watching the show, uh, comment below, subscribe, and give us a thumbs up. That helps, or a thumbs down. It doesn't matter. It all they care about is engagement. Uh, so that being said, thank you very much. I'm your host, Pat Abrano. With me, as always, is Dan Kilkenny, Nick McFly. Are you serious? And, <laughs> and Mike Burke. Thanks so much, everyone. We'll see. Did I really just do this? Thanks so much. Bye -bye. Thanks so much, everybody. We'll see you next week.